Hi, my happy enders. It is another week. Yay. Uh, uh, so this episode was kind of a fly by. Uh, we got fucked because two of the people who were supposedly booked didn't show. Um, I'm not really sure what happened there. So I threw out a message on Facebook and was like, anybody want a massage at the comedy store? And Ruby, the guy who I massaged, who was a security guard for the comedy store, and I adored him, and still do, uh, he showed up. So we just kind of talked bullshit. Um, He actually, I didn't know this, was Mormon, so that was very surprising. So we talked a lot about Mormonism, and that was... um, I think it's perfect for going into the holiday season. So uh, this is Ruby. And please, guys, like, click, subscribe, comment, all that other shit, blah, 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 blah. Send me an email at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Thanks again to Care by Design. Ruby actually completely gushed over your guys' lotion and how it made him feel amazing. So thank you, Care by Design and Absolute Extract. I love you guys. And enjoy. Get undressed, get under the sheets Ooh, you're in for a treat No, I promise this is not a dream It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen Yeah Okay, cool Alright, we are on, we are live Oh yeah Oh, yeah, and I'm using my Care by Design lotion because I'm going to get your back high. Ooh. And it's going to feel yummy. Ooh. <laughs> Do you have to drive back to Santa Clarita tonight? Uh, no. no, no, no. I'm actually going to drive to LAX and then back to Blondell. What are you doing in LAX? Uh, picking up immigrants. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm just picking up some buddies. Uh, got a lot of friends who do a lot of different things, and I always end up being the one who pulls the favors. So you're the bitch? Uh, sometimes. Okay. I mean, we all have safe words, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, we all have safe words. The scariest part is if you use a safe word that's actually a sexual move. Yes. And then you're like, pineapple, and they flip you over and call you SpongeBob, and you're like, that's not what I meant. I know, right? It's scary. I mean, I, you- used to, I used to use pineapple as a safe word. Uh-huh. But then I started drinking pineapple soda. Okay. So whenever anybody asked me what I wanted to drink, I would say pineapple. And then... They'd my, stop. My girlfriend at the time would look at me weird. <laughs> was that really your safe word? Because I'd w- be so fucked up if I guessed that shit. It, it was. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I'm I, psychic. I, I mean, I was a SpongeBob fan, so pineapple was the first thing that popped in my head when I... Not Squidward. No, no, not Squidward. No. Not Mr. Krabs. No. Anytime crabs and sexual acts are in the same sentence is usually wrong. That's or true. Bad. Or Sandy. Oh. Ooh, Sandy, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't like sex on the beach as much as the next guy, but Do you? I don't know. Mm. You make too many pearls in that pussy. It's just too much. Hey <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? I guess I should have you introduce yourself. Do oh, that. Yeah. Um hi guys, my name is Ruben. Um man of many trades i consider myself a renaissance mexican even though i just found out i'm 65 percent native american Ooh. yeah it's weird because all my life i was treated like a mexican now i found out i can own a casino and, and you're going to be treated even worse yeah because uh, you know the indian uh, nations 
don't like enrolling more members into their tribes because then they have to split the profits of the land more and more. Mm-hmm. So now there's this whole thing where like people who are of native descent have to prove even further. I mean, hard. It is yeah. so hard. My pa- my dad is Choctaw and he has his Indian card and I need to get mine. I, I know it's a stupid thing that I haven't done as of yet. But yeah, it was really, really hard for them to get it. Yeah, I mean, it's such a, for me, it changes everything. Yeah. Because, you know, instead of being pursued by ICE and the rest of the government, I can just be like, whoa, 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 I was here first, bro. Bitches, leave. You know what I mean? Right. But um, being native, I mean, it's so much, I mean, the fact that you have to prove with a DNA test that you're native. Yeah. Like, I didn't have to prove that I was Mexican to anybody. Everybody just assumed (laughs) I was Mexican. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But now I'm like, nah, bro, I'm Squanto. They're like, really? Prove it. <laughs> Geronimo, bitch. Yeah, you know? No. Shit. Yeah, I know. Like, But it's cool, too. Like, my dad, he gets a lot of his medical through the Choctaw Nation. Yeah, I mean, the amount of benefits that the tribes have is amazing. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, and- I need to do more research because I'm not really, like I said, I've been treated like a Mexican my whole life, and I feel lied to. Um, but... There's there's so much more stuff that goes into proving that you're native. It is extreme. Well, the crazy thing is, like, my mom's side of the family, my great-great-great-grandma was full-blooded Cherokee. And they still can't, they can't really prove it. Yeah. My dad's side of the family, which has, like, a pitiful amount of Choctaw in it, was able to prove it. So even though my mom has way more in her and I have way more Cherokee than I have Choctaw in me... I can get my Choctaw card. Like, I'm definitely not like a Pachangan Indian, which I wish I was, because them mofos get like 40 grand or so mm-hmm. a month. I'm like, if if I could prove I'm an Indian princess, I'd be better off than being a Trump. You know what I mean? Aw, you'd be a little Pocahontas. Right? Little Pocahontas. I mean, speaking of Pocahontas, where's that John Smith of yours? <laughs> okay, so I lied. Okay, so everybody knows... I only agreed to this uh, podcast because I assumed that your husband was going to be here to give me a happy ending. I lied to you. I know. See, that's why I don't trust women. (laughs) Don't. I got all kinds of trust issues because of you women. (laughs) Oh, me too. Women are terrifying. (laughs) I stay far, far away from them. Somebody posted something on Facebook and it was like, if you spend two days a week with your girlfriends your health will be better and i'm like fuck i'm gonna die like shit there i go i mean i i'm also mormon or used to be mormon Uh, i've defected uh and by mormon i'm not talking about like the mitt romney mormons that have like seven wives i'm the boring one that like believe the 14 year old who did mushrooms in the forest came up with a book are Uh, you fucking with me right now no 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 no. i was mormon from the age of uh officially baptized by the church from the age of 12 and i finally like um how, what's the term i'm looking for like abolish my membership i guess or just like removed from the records? i haven't been removed from the records yet but like i i finally just, yeah. i just i just denounced my membership yeah. uh, when i was 21 how old are you now i'm 29 going on 30 that's normally how it works yeah usually i mean i mean if you're asian you just jump from like 22 to 55 all of nowhere no the asians have fantastic genetics i know i met a i met an asian girl the other day 
she told me she was 55 and i was like no way you look like you're 22. she's double nipples oh <laughs> did you fuck that double nipple no i just met her i didn't say i slept with her i don't just sleep with anybody i have standards why not ew standards i know that's dumb um so okay are your parents still mormon now i'm sorry i'm stuck we're gonna now, have to t- now we're gonna have to get into this uh yeah rabbit hole of mormonism yeah let's um, go down this hole yeah so as up to my knowledge my father's still mormon and my mom is definitely really Mormon. They, they've divorced uh it's been seven years since i've last spoken to my father but uh, my mom is still very uh she's a believer um she's not as a a devout follower as she used to be okay um, she's a little bit more relaxed with the religion okay than she used to be but like growing up i was you know uh, boy scout gone eagle scout did all the uh, oh shit you did all through oh, the- oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean i i started doing all the rituals uh got admitted into the temple to do uh you know very specific member uh rituals like i was interviewed by my by my uh, bishop multiple times a year um did he rape you no no i mean i was always scared of that to be honest not 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 necessarily from like my bishop per se but just people in general in the church i just always find that people who are fanatics of a certain uh, organization have something to hide yeah. Whether, whether, or even business. Like, if you're a super fanatic of your business, you got something to hide. Like, I think Jeff Bezos is hiding something other than his taxes. Right. Uh, Donald Trump definitely hiding something. I don't know if it's pedophilia yet, although him and Jeff Jeffrey Epstein have had some issues. Uh, Clintons, we all know. I mean, they're trying to hide shit, but they can't hide. I mean, hide and go seek with Hillary's. I mean, she can't even hide her emails. <laughs> She's old. She just she probably didn't even know how to email. My God, you know how many email accounts my mom has because she can't <laughs> fucking figure it out. I know, but but then you have to also. Like, she's like Joy Eileen. I'm gonna email you from this, and I'm like, oh, fuck. What happened to the other five, Mom? And she's like, I don't know how to get into them. But like, she can't. She she doesn't know how to use electronics, but she sure hell knows how to like send troops over to kill you know Gaddafi and then laugh about it. You know? Okay, but we're, fuck Hillary. Blah, blah, blah. Back, back, back to, to the you. Back to the Mormonism? <laughs> back to the studio, Ruby. Oh, sorry. I, I should warn your audience that I tend to go on tangents. <laughs> well, it's all right. I'm here to use my elbow of truth to get you back to where I go. need you to go. By the way, what what are you using on my back right now? Those are my thumbs. No, but I mean like that, that uh, lotion that you... Put. Oh, the CBD lotion? Yeah. Okay, so Care by Design, they are fantastic, amazing people. They made me this tub of their CBD lotion because I use it so much on my patients, and they are the only sponsor of this podcast as of right now. I was about to say, because like, I've never had anybody work my back like the way you're working there right now, and it feels so good. Oh, because I'm fucking good. I'm really good at what I do. No, I know, but I mean, I've had like men twice my size like ball me up in jujitsu class and can't get the wrinkle, like the knots out of my back like you're doing right now. And that CBD stuff is feeling so good. Oh, it's amazing. It seriously oh. has saved my elbows and my wrists. Like, I can give twice as many hand jobs with that. Uh, uh, I don't know what pressure point you're on, but I feel so good. Like, my eyes are rolling back. <laughs> okay, so. Um, okay. So, Mormons. Yeah. How many Mormons brothers and sisters do you have? Because um, you're Mexican and Mormon. Holy shit. Yeah. So, by those standards, 
I have a pretty small family, so we're only five. Oh, that is small. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're very we're very small, and uh, for some reason, my dad has like really really good sperm. Because he alternated. It was like boy, girl, boy, girl, oh, boy. Oh, fuck him. I know. Fuck I you, John. Uh, what do you have? All boys? All, all boys. Oh, that's a lot of testosterone in that house. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm penises. Penises everywhere. And only one of them I can touch. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, because then child services shows up. I don't even want to touch. Oh, my kids are so sticky. <laughs> I won't even let my kids touch my face. Like, ugh. Okay, sorry, Mormon? So, Mormon. Uh, so, I grew up in the Mormon church. Where'd you grow up? Glendale, California. Okay. So, I grew up around Armenians, Mormons, and zero Mexicans. Like, when I went to high school, I was one of five Latinos in my school. And then you really weren't even a Latino. <laughs> and, then, and then come to find out, I've been treated the wrong way. I should have been, been, like, given a blanket. With smallpox, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, or a casino. Either or would have been good. Um, <laughs> well, you had to get smallpox before you get the casino. I mean, you had to go in chronological order. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, nowadays, most people skip all the good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, now, instead of getting married, people just have kids. Fuck yeah. The <laughs> only reason I got married is because John's like, you'll get insurance. And I was like, I can get sick? Okay. Well, I mean, at least that relationship came with benefits. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, it did. I mean, it had a couple setbacks. But hey, other other than having to sleep with him, you got your medical benefits. This is the guy who wants a hand job from him. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, he's a good looking dude. He's got a... Never mind. Not going to finish that sentence. He's, he's got a very Lex Luthor look to him. He's sexy. See what I mean? His dick is bald, too. Ooh. Now we're getting a little off course. I know. I'm sorry. I was gonna tell you how big it. I was gonna tell you how big it was, but I stopped. Uh, let me find out on my own. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, Mormon. The Mormon community is is a very tight knit community. I mean, they look out. Yeah, because they knit shit. Yeah, I mean, first off, I didn't realize how powerful they were, and it was scary to find out and find more about them. I mean, growing up, I was. I wasn't confused in terms of like sexuality or anything. I was more confused of like, what do I follow? I mean, I grew up as a child. My family was Catholic. Then uh, my dad converted to Mormonism. So who converted him? Uh, two white guys at a Taco Bell. Yeah. Are you sure you're not Mexican, Mexican? Like, eh. No, not Mexican, Mexican. I mean, I'm definitely Salvadorian. Definitely a little bit Mexican. But like... Seven, food. 70% Indian. Um, if you were stuck on an island and can only eat one thing for the island life. Well, that's a loaded question because is it healthy or is it like my last meal? If you're fucking stuck on an island, do you want it to be healthy or how long do you want to live on a fucking island? Uh, I mean, I could eat coconuts all day. So if I had only one meal, one absolute meal, it would have to be like steak, you know, gravy. Uh, mashed potatoes, macaroni, and cheese. You know, just like a good old wholesome Midwestern dinner. Okay, that was a dumb question then. But, All right, back to Mormons. But, wait, wait, let me, <laughs> let me, let me follow that up, though. All right. But if I, I needed, like, a certain amount of, like, if I had an unlimited supply of food and it was supposed to be nutritious and like, fulfilling, I mean, definitely Mexican food. Well, fuck yeah. Because it's just like, it's everything you ever wanted, but with hot sauce. But you have to also think, like, how good are the tree leaves? Because, you know, you're wiping yourself. you got to be like, ah, I mean, how do I want to? Like, you aren't going to order why hummus. Why would you wipe yourself? You have a bidet. 
That's true. The ocean. Yeah, I mean, with the, fishies. Yeah, let let the little freaking fishies, you know, the ones that the bottom feeders, mm-hmm. they can feed on your bottom, <laughs> and then you know, you have the smooth abrasiveness of the salt in the ocean to you know really uh, shine that pucker up. But why do you need your pucker shined anyway? There's nobody else there. I mean, what if a fish wants to go up there and lick it? You know what I mean? Like, hey, I can't get my rocks off by hanging on the rocks. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to make this interesting. You're doing a good job. I don't even need need to be here right now. I believe that tub of CBD, though. Man, that (laughs) stuff is feeling really good. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to have to, like, steal some from you. I I can get you some. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can get you something. But, uh, where was I? Mormons. Mormons. How did you find out how powerful, like, what made you go, oh, shit, these people got some cojones? Um, financial struggle. Uh, family fell into some financial struggle, and how easily and readily available they have resources was intense. Okay. Um, they have their, I found, come, came to find out that they have their very own industrial packaging plant where they package a lot of canned goods. They own, uh, Deseret Industries? yes, Deseret Industries. They have their own furniture company that uh, puts out of work members to work. Um, I mean, and a lot of it's funded through tithings, which is like 10% of everybody's paycheck. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, they're like one of the top five most, uh, one of the, the biggest congregations in the world is, is the Mormon congregation, and uh, the, or, or the Latter-day Saints, I should say. And uh, they have people. Mormon used to be a slur. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they uh, what do you call it? They have tribes everywhere. I mean, I call, I call groups of people tribes. So now that I'm Indian, you know, it's the only way I can talk about it. But um, are all babies papooses now? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but like, I didn't realize how far reached the Mormon Church had for being such a young religion. Um, it started somewhere. A Brigham Young religion. Yeah, I mean, it it, it started. <laughs> it's it's a religion that started back when like the thirteen colonies were still around. So pre seventeen seventy six. Okay. And. The Catholic Church has been around since medieval times, and the Catholic like, Church is fucking terrifying as well. Yeah, I mean they're, I mean they they screwed over my people. Remember? Well, they own the Philippines and Central America now. Hmm. I mean, turn on Telemundo, everybody's white. Um, but it's crazy to see how quickly their religion spread. Um, I mean, they have a Disney movie about Mormons. I didn't realize that the mouse was Mormon. I mean, I knew the guy hate, hated Jews, but Mickey Mouse made a movie about a missionary that went to Samoa. And it was it's called The Other Side of the Rainbow. And it's a story about this missionary who is sent uh, to this island to preach the gospel to these people who... And Hathaway's in it, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and doesn't, they, they don't have the religion yet. And the things that this guy went through... and. And whatnot. I mean, it, it's a very spiritually magical, you know, miracle-filled film. And uh, to have people, first off, Samoans, you know, it's a great culture. I love. Them. I work with a ton of them back at the airport when I used to work there. But they're huge, massive people. Mm-hmm. I mean, genetically, they they must be superior the most. I mean, I'm a big dude, and I'm like a small Samoan. All right? right. And 
this little dinky white guy came over and was like, yo, you guys are sinning. Here's a book. Go ahead and read it. And then converted everybody. It was insane. So they had to make a Disney movie out of it. Uh, but also in the Latin community, I mean, there's a very dense Latin community of Mormons. And especially since most of the Book of Mormon talks about uh, the, America. the Americas in, in the United States during the time of Christ. Because the Bible apparently is specific to like the Middle East and like Jerusalem and Israel and you know all those other places that have terrorists. Bethlehem and all that. Yeah, they have terrorists and they're blowing up each other. But nobody talks about the Americas before them. They just think we're just a bunch of Aztecs killing Mayans, sacrificing each other for the sun god and whatnot and building temples. Um, kill them all, kill them all. Yeah, like straight up Apocalypto, but, you know, directed by Mel Gibson. But the Book of Mormon goes into uh, try to explain um, the existence of the indigenous people in, in the Americas and how it came to be. So in history books, you're taught, you know, my ancestors were walked over the uh, Bering Strait through Russia and Alaska down and those who got lazy stayed up north and those who wanted warmer weather kept going south like birds yeah the Book of Mormon says that this family <laughs> built a submarine it was like taken across the Atlantic and they washed up in the Americas yeah yeah, like it's a worse story than Christopher Columbus coming over and <laughs> fucking everybody over. It's almost Scientology-esque. Yeah. Almost, almost. Yeah. But but remember, Scientology was started by a, uh, what do you call it, a sci-fi guy? Yeah. This one was written by a dude on mushrooms. So it's extra trippy. This was a 14-year-old with an imagination in the woods. And mushrooms. Because there's no way in hell you think about this just sober in the 1700s, you know, and celibate. Because th there's no way in hell this Joseph Smith guy was getting laid at this age with these kind of ideas. Like, if anything, he was being persecuted. Um, he was murdered later. So. He was. Um, but, like, little things about the religion that I come to find out how certain aspects of, or I should say certain rules were made and why they were made and how they were made and... You know, the more and more I, I did my digging and research, the, the less and less I wanted to be a part of it, the less and less I believed in it, you know. So uh, how did you tell your parents? You were like, peace out, bitches, I'm out. Um, I didn't. I just kind of stopped going. I kind of like ghosted the religion, you know, like when you stop calling back and start showing up for activities and, uh -huh. you know. They, but I, I will say this. Mormons know how to party. They oh yeah. They don't drink, but they sure know how to throw a party. That buffet that they have, I mean, they call it a potluck, but that that spread, oh my god. We used to say we're Mormons meet, Mormons eat. Yeah, like <laughs> there's there's nothing more awesome than going to like a Thanksgiving. By the way, Thanksgiving's coming up. Mm -hmm. It's the only time I ever go to church. Fuck Christmas, fuck New Year's. Thanksgiving though, psh, call me in. What church do you go to? Uh the Mormon church. <laughs> Oh, I go back to the Mormon church for the food. I don't stay for the religion. I mean, they make me pray, but, you know, a 30-second prayer for, like, three plates of food, I'm so down. Well, if you you also can come to our house, we don't make you pray. No, but it's okay, But because the thing is, is, like, Mormons... You don't have funeral potatoes. 
Like, yeah, like, like I, I, I swear. Sorry. I, every, every time I go to these these uh, functions where food is involved, they have a spread. And let me tell you, I'm talking about like world class five star. Like, not even the buffets in Vegas can like compete with these guys. Because I, because at least in the in the the uh, in Spanish I say barrio. Uh, I guess the it. House? I guess in yeah, I guess in English you call they call they call them a ward, but in the uh, the congregation that's uh, local, I get you know Salvadorian food, I get Honduran food, South American food. Uh, there's a white family, so they bring meatloaf. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's just this. Oh, not meatloaf if it's done right. It's oh, funny. I mean, let me tell you, they got they got this spicy ketchup they put on top of it. Yo, that shit is gangsta. By the way, can I cuss on your podcast? Yes, you can say fuck shit, do shot, whatever. You twat yacht is new, okay, my cool. new I favorite just, word. I mean, I'm sure I said a few curse words. Well, because twat time, canoe just, is too small, so twat yacht is bigger. Twat yacht. That's my new word. Ooh, I like that word. Twat it's, yacht. That it a, rolls off the tongue. I'm going to turn that into a bumper sticker. Twat yacht. <laughs> Hashtag twat yacht. Fuck yeah. We're going to put it on your merch. Okay. Um, but yeah, they have this spread of just amazing food. Um, and then. <laughs> Hashtag our, I only go to church for food. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And not even on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> None of that cracker shit. Yeah, like they. Oh, and that's another thing. Like the the the. You know how like in Catholic churches and they do the sacrament where the priest like. Yeah, yeah, the body of Christ. Yeah, the, the body of Christ of, and the blood of Christ. Uh-huh. And they use like uh, a cracker. And I don't. I've never had the pedophile fucking wine. It's grape juice now. They grape don't juice? use wine. Okay. Um, so in the Mormon community, they use actual bread. Mm-hmm. So, like, what kind of like are we talking sourdough or well, non? Yeah, I mean, like, if every shit family brings it, it's like, gover- yeah, it's like it's like government bread, but like, if like the rich family in the in the war brings it, it's oh, like fresh like baked, yeah, fresh baked bimbo or something. I don't know, but one I'll tell you a joke. One time, it was I was tasked to get it, so I told the guys, hey, because uh, um, in the Mormon church, they separate the men and the women. You, let me explain something. On Sundays, you have three hours of church. It's not like a one-hour mass at the Catholic church where you're just like, you go in there, listen to a pedophile, take his cracker and wine, and then get the fuck out. You're there for three hours. And that's you have, if they don't have, like, extra things. Yeah. So, like, the first hour is usually where the congregation is all together under one roof, you know, kind of typical mass style, uh, sacrament passing, all that good stuff. And you have your your bishop and his two counselors, which is like symbolic of the Trinity. God, and, it sounds like you're counsel. playing chess. It really is. <sighs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> all right, Billy Mays, give it to me. So they have speakers and they speak to the congregation. <laughs> I pictured speakers. Okay, I'm dumb. All right. All right. <laughs> and, I'm like... <laughs> And afterwards, after they're done, they they split up into uh, two classes. Okay. A Sunday school class. So depending on your age and whether you have a a dope teacher or, like, a teacher who, like, takes the religion too seriously, depends on how your next hour is going to go. And I grew up with, like, ten kids around my age. So I was always surrounded by people my age. Um and naturally, people get older. We're not all the same age. We're like in between a group of like 
four years, right? Mm -hmm. So you would see certain friends move on to like the more adult classes and you're like, oh, I can't wait to go there and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, you end up at a class with a bunch of old men and women go with a bunch of old women. So they just they just split you up by your gender, uh-huh. you know, not by your intellect, not by your, your status, just by gender. And uh, when you hang out with the men, I mean, men are men, you know, you 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 get to really get to know the the pa- the patriarch of the ward. You know, you uh, you get to meet the other fathers and the other sons and uh, some of them really fucking weird. Like I met this one guy who was a uh, what do you call it? the guy who takes care of the funeral home? Mortician. Mortician. There you go. I didn't want to fuck that up, but yeah, um, it, this dude was a mortician. Had just recently converted. Had no kids, but like looked like the Green Reaper, like just straight up, super old, super shriveled. Looked like he was burnt because they left him in the oven way too long, which is kind of what I thought at first because you know he's a mortician. But, he's like, I'm cold. Just put me in the he, crematorium yeah, for a second. Yeah, he's like, let me just get a tan real quick. <laughs> but um, he was from a region of Mexico called Guanajuato, where they're really, really dark, and they all look like mummies. I wonder if they've ever popped popcorn in a crematorium. Sorry. Um, no, but I, they've definitely like made some carne asada, for sure. Like, like in a, yeah. in a, like in a pinch, you could stick a pizza in there. Um, but yeah, like I met him. There is, uh, you know, uh, but there, you know, there were there were some good figures. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I met a lot of people that I can trust and that I asked for advice from because they were just good people. Um, but as a, as a man, you know, as a young man growing up in that, I, you know, there were certain things you had to do. Like I was taught at a very young age that the man had to uh, provide, preside, and protect. Um, so I was always I was always on guard. I was always making sure that, you know, things were running smoothly. I mean, I, a lot of my morals are kind of derived from that part of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I do because I just didn't want to be a part of it. Like, I first started drinking just to be like a rebel. You know, just be like, fuck the church, fuck Jesus, drink up, Jack Daniels. Jesus is like, yeah, come fuck me. <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. Yeah, like I knew a guy named Jesus, and he was—he would only drink wine. He's like, "Dude, I'm Jesus. I can only drink wine," and that was kind of his shtick. And Did he put it in water bottles? <laughs> uh, no, but that would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been super hilarious. But like, that was his gimmick, and that's how he got laid. He would be like, "Hey, girls, you guys want some wine? I'm Jesus. <laughs> you want to eat my bread?" <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, my my choice alcohol back then as a kid. I mean, we're talking about. 19 in college yeah you're 29 calm down okay but i've had like 60 jobs so i feel like i'm 50. Uh, okay i'm 38 you're 29 calm down oh stop it you don't look a day over 24. oh thank you and the way you're working my back it feels like you're like a 19 year old 250 pound woman that that was a compliment I t- i'll take it all right i'm a strong bitch there you go uh but my choice was tequila and not like good tequila, like the shit that came in a plastic bottle, you know, like that's oh, what was it, Sal, uh, salsa or whatever the fuck. <laughs> salsa. I don't know what the, I, I forget what it was called. Like now I just drink, you know, don't, uh, numero one. Um, Ron White. Yeah, Ron White's tequila. That's really good. And when I can't, yeah, when I can't find that, there's a bottle that we have here at the comedy store called uh, Illegal. And I love it because it's it's mezcal. It's not really tequila, but do they keep it behind a wall? <laughs> right, like you, they keep it in the back and in the kitchen uh-huh. or in the lawns. 
Um, <laughs> it's, it's holding a broom. Yeah, it's right there next to Tocho. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, um, Which one's more illegal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I've always liked the uh, tequila. Uh, just recently, did I get into uh, nicer whiskeys um, and cigar smoking? Um, I took a trip to Honduras earlier this year and and brought back some really killer cigars. And uh, I mean, I've smoked tobacco for about seven years, but never in the form of a cigar. And like to learn to smoke a cigar, sip whiskey, and you know, kind of have that. Uh, relaxation that was very cool see i could not smoke a cigar you put something that big and thick in my mouth i'm gonna try and suck it like it's just what's gonna happen i, I totally understand i totally understand i mean <laughs> i definitely met a few girls like that but I'm like joy you're only supposed to put like half an inch in your mouth i'm like oh, <laughs> oh i thought whoops. i was supposed to touch your throat whoopsies <laughs> Uh, but it was it was cool because I, I never had those experiences like, uh, you know, some people at the age of 21, they have their first drink with their dad or, or their you know grandfather or whatever. Like, like my family was so dysfunctional. I was, you know, my my mom was just happy that I didn't turn out to be a criminal. Now, do you talk to your parents? Oh, I, uh, my mother is number one. Like, uh, I'm totally a mama's boy. No. Yeah. Are, wait, are you wait? What are you in the line? Are you like the oldest, the middle, the baby? I am the oldest. So I took okay. all the shit, most of the shit, and everything was my fault. Um, and I, nothing was ever given to me. Everything was always earned. On the other hand, my younger brothers always got my hand-me-downs or they got, you know, new shit. Because the hand-me-down was so run down. Uh-huh. But I, I, you know, at the age, whenever I wanted something new, um, I'd have to go to work or get a job of some sort. You know, I wish my 19-year-old would get a job. <laughs> Love you. I mean, uh, at the age of 14, I asked my, my dad for a PlayStation. And he's like, all right, well, if you want it, come and work for it. So I was like, all right, cool. I can do whatever you do. You know, I'm, at the time, I was like 180 pounds, 180, almost 200 pounds. I mean, I was a pretty big kid for the age of 14. That and is a big kid. He's like, look, you're going to wash all these semi-trucks. He was in construction, so we're talking about some, like, big old international trucks. Okay. And his company that he worked for had a total of 20. Now, regularly, they would pay a detailer guy about 40 bucks a truck to come in and wash everything. But because my father was trying to teach me a lesson, and my PlayStation was 300 bucks, and he didn't want me just to, you know, earn it in one day, he told his boss that I could do it for 10 bucks, and that all he had to do was provide the soap and the brush. So my father's uh, employer was more than happy to use child labor to wash his vehicles, and uh, taught me a really valuable lesson. Did he make you take your shirt off and spill suds on you? No, I mean you probably would have earned more. I probably would have, but you know I wasn't really that good looking as a boy, as a young boy. Who was, cares? They I, don't. I mean I was I was fat, you know. Um, oh, you yeah. could have put suds on your titties and just. Yeah, but then you mix in child labor laws and child pornography, and someone's gonna get arrested. Nah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean know, now, yeah. But then. Nah. I mean, it was like nineteen what, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, that's when like Michael Jackson was at his prime. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so I ended up working uh, for my father's uh, construction company for like a month. Okay. Trying to earn money for my PlayStation. Did you get it? Oh, absolutely. I, I bought it and put everything on it. I mean, I didn't have bills to pay, so I, I spent every dime on it. 
Um, then I got older, got a got Xbox. the urge. Oh. Yeah, I got the urge <laughs> for another, you know, entertainment system, and I was like, what am I gonna do with a PlayStation? And they're like, just give it to your little brother. And I and I was going to until I realized, wait a minute, this motherfucker has never worked a day in his life. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him and everybody he claims. Like he can go to work, and then uh, my father like knew that I was not happy with that decision of like just handing it over. So he took it. He was like, "You don't want to give it to him? I'll just take it," and gave me ten bucks for it and uh, and a ride to the uh, Toys R Us to pick up my Xbox. So You're fucking okay. I've already guessed pineapple and Xbox. I'm yeah. fucking quitting. I am now psychic. Like, there you go. Hey, hey, you know what? If you open up a little shop down the street, bitch, you make some money. Yep. Yeah, there's plenty of drunk bitches who come over here. Tell me my future. Am I gonna find my like future husband out here? You're like, yep. We'll just send them to you. And uh, but like growing up, it was just always tough in in the sense that I took most of the shit because I was the older one. Um, you know, I was the experiment. Well, see, it's I was kind of guinea pig. It's kind of the opposite because Tyler is John. I mean, he's mine, but like we had to do child custody because his mom was a crazy bitch. And so like we were really afraid to punish him mm -hmm. because we didn't want him to be like, oh, I'm just going to go live with my mom. So Tyler kind of got away with a lot, still does. And Caleb, our middle child, that poor puppy has got most of it. And then Brody, everybody, our youngest, is just wild. Yeah, like my, my youngest, he's got a mouth on him. I mean, he's, <laughs> he, he says things that I'm like, bro, really? You just said that? Like, I, I should whoop your ass. Like, if this was a 2019 where everybody gets offended, I'd whoop your ass. But, like, nobody can take a punch nowadays. And, you know, too many kids nowadays go without being hit in the face for saying some dumb shit, especially on social media. Yep. You know, like this this uh, new age of, uh, this new generation, I don't know what they call it now, millennials, I don't know, I don't keep up with the labels. Bitches. There you go. Uh, basically anybody who's... Basic bitches, there you go. Who isn't an adult yet. So if you were born between 2001 and now, is what I'm talking about you. Um, you know, they're the first ones that grew up with a cell phone in their hand. I remember when I had to beg for a cell phone. Like, I was, I mean, there wasn't none of this, like, just call me when you're done. No, I was like, Mom, I totally need a cell phone. I'm going into high school. Like, what if something happens? She's like, Bitch, you don't need a cell phone. Who the I didn't fuck even you have cell phones when I was in high school. Calm down. Okay, but, but <laughs> just, just hear me out. I'm hearing you out. You know, I grew up with the landline, you know, having to hang up the phone to get on the internet. You know, it's just life, life nowadays is just too easy. What, did you have, what, like you're, you're going a little harder there on the camera. I'm sorry. What happened? Well, did you have to send a mule or something? No, we didn't even have the internet until I was in high school. Ah, oh, well, see, at least you had the internet when you were in high But school. you had to do, like, the AOL 20 hours free. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I swapped out disc after disc to get, like, 100 hours. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I, there's definitely, like, 20,000 emails. But you were probably five when you did it. Uh, I started downloading music when I was, like, 16. Mm -hmm. So, LimeWire was a thing, so, you know, let your viewers do the math. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah, LimeWire was... Uh, see, I was Napster. Okay, okay. I remember Napster. Yeah. Um, yeah, LimeWire was when kids got viruses before getting sex. Um, it was great. Like, you would download a song, and then you play it, and, like, your computer would crash. 
And then I remember when movies first started coming out, like ripped movies started coming out on LimeWire. You would start the download as you left for school, and you would hope that by the time you got home at 5 in the afternoon that your movie would be ready. And it, it would be, but it would be like the shittiest quality. And it was so much easier to download porn because it was such shorter videos instead of watching like full-length films. So then like movies turned to porno and then everybody was downloading porno and everybody got these like digital STDs Mm -hmm. in their computers. So I remember when that happened. Um, I remember the the Y2K scare. Mm -hmm. That was intense. I was 18. Um, I remember, I mean, I remember 9-11. I mean, not to be a downer, but I remember being scared out of my fucking mind. I was pissed because somebody woke me up and I was sleeping. I was like, I'm not in New York. Yeah, well, fucking leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm in Texas. Fucking let me sleep. I, w- I remember when I, I mean, you know, they always say, you know, remember where you were on that day? Like, yeah, I was in bed. Yeah, I remember. I was getting ready for school and I was scared out of my fucking mind. I, I was, was like, holy shit, these motherfuckers are making money and they're trying to kill them. I'm barely trying to learn my ABCs. What the fuck's gonna happen to me? Oh my god, you you're know? so young. Go home, Ruby. We're done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you know, I remember that. Uh, what else was there? Um, I remember. Uh, when we See, I remember forward. Amy Fisher and Lorena Bobbitt and O.J. Simpson oh, OJ. and the Mendez brothers. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Oh, 1994 sp- was a crazy fucking year. Speaking of Hispanic names, uh, I also recently found out that some of my family back then had ties to the cartels. Oh, shit. Yeah. like My I started- made like I'm I'm a car nerd now, so I've you know learned that like certain vehicles came out at certain times. So I started looking through old photographs. Mind you, my family still has photographs, and it's all photographs from like people in Mexico, and we're talking like 1984, you know, 73, and they all have like brand new trucks, like like. Absolutely brand new trucks at the time that were worth, you know, a couple grand. I mean, the equivalent of like 80 grand now, but just fixed up and they're just hanging out looking like Mr. Cool guys. I'm like, oh, I wish I could be like that, uncle. And now I'm like starting to put the, the pieces together. I was like, oh shit, this motherfucker was moving cocaine or this motherfucker was moving marijuana because those trucks are expensive. And you all were smoking it in the peace pipe. Yeah, I mean, like, shit, I'm paying 40 bucks an eighth nowadays. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means. I've never done drugs. I don't understand any of that. <laughs> really? You've never done anything? No. I at, mean, except what prescription stuff that they've given me. Oh, so you've done meth. Well, you, I, but I can't really do Vicodin. Like, they gave me Vicodin for my C-sections, and when I had my C-section, they gave me a whole one, and I slept for three days. And John's like, uh, don't do that again. <laughs> she, I need her. I think I think the worst trip I've ever had, uh, and this is gonna sound goofy because I'm, I'm a total stoner now, but was uh, I I I don't want to say I overdosed, but I overdosed myself. If I'm not saying I overdosed, but I overdosed. You overserved yourself. There you go. I overserved myself uh, with chemo patient Rick Simpson oil. So I was supposed to take like. A dot of this stuff and put it like in my gum or like under my tongue and I just straight up took like a line I was like fuck it Scarface boom I uh, I woke up 
about 16 hours later and the room was spinning went back to bed and it was like knocked out for like 48 hours worst trip i ever had was going to lubbock texas Ooh. did you love it no i got beat up for three years and came home and wrote him as a bad guy in my book and killed him and ruined his family but i took three books to do it oh why? yeah all right how do you feel oh i feel like a an Indian? <laughs> well, I feel like a, a thing of dough, like pizza dough. Mm. Or, you know, because I'm brown, I guess I could be like chocolate chip dough. Fuck yeah, it or could. cookie dough. Ooh, cookie dough. That sounds good right now. <laughs> it does sound good right now. It's the CBD lotion. It's the lotion. I'm telling you. No, I'm kidding. I put the lotion on the skin, and now he wants cookies again. Oh. I mean, I'm such a sweet dude. Uh, All right. You survived? I did. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Take your time getting up. The ruby. The ruby. <laughs> oh, hey. I feel like I'm a now. Uh, thank you, Joy. That was amazing. All right. That was my episode with Ruby Dooby Doo. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please like, click, subscribe, comment on wherever you're listening. I'd really, really appreciate it. And send a email to joyshappyendings at gmail.com if you want to talk to me. And goodbye.